should be thankful for. I haven't got a great big yacht to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got plenty to be thankful for. No private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor. All right, we're back again here on the Grave Plot Podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us here on our first Thanksgiving special. I'm Skeletoni. And I am Taylor of Terror. So, this is going to be a real short episode, guys. Uh, we're going to not do any news. We're just going to jump right into our uh, movie review. This time around, we did pretty much the only Thanksgiving movie that either of us could think of. Yep. That's going to be... Thanks Killing from 2009. So guys, I was thinking, you know, since it's Thanksgiving and all that, we should go around and say what we're thankful for. I'm thankful that your mom has the juiciest in town. Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Kralberg, an old Indian by the name of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted to kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach not open by a beak. Not just any beak. No such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. Oh wait, I lie. You just got Okay, so this was an interesting movie. <laughs> I mean, to preface anything, let's start off by saying this movie had a budget of $3,500. Yes, 100 Right. Uh, so I mean, that, that kind of shows up immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, there is absolutely no second thought that this was a very cheaply made movie. I think about half of that was sunk into the opening credits, too. I was just thinking that exact <laughs> thing. Yeah, it, was, it looked like something you might see in... Um, ah, God, I don't know. You know, it reminded me a little of the credits from um, Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. It's very CGI, but uh, obviously the most expensive part of the movie. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, from 2009. It's directed by uh, Jordan Downey, and I'd never heard of this guy before, and I don't imagine he's done a lot, uh, like many other things. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you pretty much know right off the bat 
that this is a very cheap movie. And just from the acting, like, right away, you know, it's... <laughs> I'm pretty I mean, sure these were like their friends that they got to do it. Definitely, <laughs> these people were trained actors. Yeah, I mean the, these. Yeah, I mean, even for an independent, low-budget movie, these people were bad. <laughs> um, All the characters were so cliche too. They like, have, even in the credits, it says Johnny the Jock, Billy the Hick. Right. Yeah, I actually had that in my notes here. That like you know pretty much right away, and it's just like glaringly obvious that. Uh, um, you just got these really generic archetype characters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the jock, the hick, the, the nerd, the nerd, the good girl, and, and the, the slut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, like I said, just really, really shoddy acting. It, it almost didn't, it almost seemed like they weren't trying. It, it seemed like they were trying to be bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's probably a better way to put it. Um, and so let's talk about the premise here. Um, so basically it starts in the 17th century. Um, right the, after the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, and apparently... <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if they tried to pitch this to a studio? It's like, all right, the movie opens on a titty. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was, too. It's like, it actually says on the cover for the movie, warning, boobs in the first second. second. And it's like, you think maybe they're joking? Nope. Nope. Literally, scene opens on one titty. Yep. And for whatever reason, it's this pilgrim woman uh, who really doesn't have any reason to have her titties out as far as I know. Yeah, she's just got her, her frock thing just opened up both of her boobs just hanging out and it's like you know you can spot a bad implant when you see it (laughs) and it confused me a little it's like how did this pilgrim woman from the 1600s (laughs) have fake boobs (laughs) um so yeah basically the premise is that after the time of the first thanksgiving uh there was this indian shaman like a Native American shaman who was pissed off at the pilgrims, so he necromanced a turkey and brought it back to life. To kill all white people. To kill all white people. Um, particularly, what, was it just like, kind of like the head of the group of pilgrims that he had, like... Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. This was, it wasn't confusing, but it was, like, hard to... Keep your attention focused. Yeah. And the thing about it is... They just, like, they, I mean, they like the backstory... I don't want to say they glazed over things, but it, it was kind of just like, yeah, this happened. Right. And no one was like, well, why? Just don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the other thing about this is, like, the movie is only a, was an hour and seven minutes. Yeah. So, very, very short movie. And truth be told, I think in the last 15 minutes I fell asleep. So I had to I had to rewatch it like right before we did this, <laughs> um, but so this turkey whose name is Turkey right with IE yeah <laughs> uh, it's Turkey supposedly kills all of these pilgrims including this pilgrim woman with her boobs out at the beginning and uh, 
I don't know. It doesn't really explain what happens between 1600 and 2009, does it? <laughs> well, they, they said that he sleeps for, I don't know if he sleeps or whatever, but he comes out every 505 years. Oh, okay. See, I just missed all these <laughs> little details. Um, so he comes back. Uh, there's this group of kids. When he first comes back, it's in the woods with the um, the hermit guy. Right. Uh, who looks like Ted Nugent. Yeah. <laughs> that my notes, too. <laughs> um, and his, his collie, Flashy. Right. Yeah, I, I kept thinking he was saying Lassie. Yeah, I thought he was saying Lashy, which was, like, just, just far enough away. to right. not getting copyright, but I guess it was Flashy. Mm-hmm. Who pees on Turkey's grave, thus awakening him. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that was the, uh, the secret concoction <laughs> that needed, needed uh, to awake him. But yeah, he comes out from the ground, he immediately kills this dog. And I, I like how the Ted Nugent guy yells, First my wife, and now my dog! It's like, wait, was your wife 505 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> how old are you, guy? <laughs> um, and you know, the thing about this, or the thing about Turkey in particular, is that, yeah, he's a, a necronomanced turkey corpse essentially, mm-hmm. uh, comes back to life. And people, sure, okay, he's he's a, a evil turkey killing people. Strange enough. But nobody throughout the entire movie seems concerned at all about the fact that he's talking. Yes. <laughs> and the people, like, they, they treat him like he's a human being. Yeah. And there are points throughout the movie where, like, he, he disguises himself. Yeah. And, you know, people... Fall for it. I mean, he's, he's got a pair of Groucho Marx glasses on. <laughs> and the guy just welcomes him to his house. <laughs> he, just, he thinks he's a midget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like how he, when he's wearing the guy's face and then like he pulls it off and it's like this dramatic slow motion reveal. Like we're all just go, Oh my God, it's Turkey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, Nobody seems bothered by the fact that he's talking. At one point, he's hitchhiking. Yeah. And some guy stops to pick him up and says, ass, gas, or grass, nobody rides for free. And so I think he tries to rape the turkey. Yeah. He absolutely does. Yeah. And turkey basically says, no, that's, what was like, that's private or something yeah. like that. That's not for you or anyone. Right. <laughs> so, so he kills that guy. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, God, I just realized we got like halfway through the plot. And, um, so, okay, yeah, there's this group of uh, college kids, I guess. I think so, yeah. We kind of glazed over that part. But I'm pretty sure that was college kids. And, you know, you look at this group of characters and it's like, why are they friends? Yeah. Uh, typically when you've got a group like that, they've been brought together through some kind of happenstance. Happen yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they're all just friends already. Yeah. I so, love, they come out of school and they're like, yes, Thanksgiving break, woo! It's like, it's four days. It's yeah, not, you get one day <laughs> off. Um, so, anyway, yeah, they're, they're all in this college and they all seem to live in the same hometown. So they, they're all driving back and, uh, that's when they, like the, the van, or the, the Jeep breaks down. Uh, you know, some on some backcountry 
road, and they decide to camp out for the night. And that's when they first encounter Turkey. Right. Um, um, the, the nerd, he, he tells them the story, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of the girls sees Turkey, and the nerd guy's like, that's just a story, I was joking. And so, of course, no one believes them, and then one by one they start seeing more. I like the part with the, with the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> this clearly stuffed rabbit. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like the Bobcat Goldblade character from... <laughs> comes flying through the air and lands on the fire and they're like oh it's a baby bunny I'm like oh I thought it was a stuffed animal yeah uh, like when it, when it's flying through the air it's just like <laughs> and the guy's like this bunny was ripped apart by a beak a turkey beak I'm like how could you possibly know that <laughs> oh my god um and, like, there, there's... So, okay, that, that's basically the premise of the movie, is just the turkey attacks these kids. I'm not sure why they picked out these kids in particular. Well, um, the whoever started, whoever made the, the Indian first curse the white people, uh, Billy the Hick is part, he's in their bloodline. Right, right, yeah, aside from that. But it's like, turkey follows these kids into town, seeks them out, like, in particular, rather than just... Killing everyone in sight? Well, yeah, because they said the curse was that he was going to kill all white people. Then he seemed to focus mainly on just these kids. Yeah, and it, it doesn't really... Ex- aside from Billy being related to this original pilgrim leader, uh, it doesn't really explain why he even attacked this group of kids in the first place. Yeah. As, aside from the fact that they were just in the same woods. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, so, yeah, basically that that's the premise of the movie. It's just Turkey goes after this group of kids and they've got to fight against them. Um, this was a, a horror movie, but I almost feel like horror kind of took like a backseat to just the jokes and, and the comedy and the poor acting. The box does call it a horror comedy. It's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even the thought, or even the parts that you might think it's like, Okay, were they trying to be scary there? They're just not. <laughs> um, it's it's very campy. It's very, like, trauma-esque. Yes. Um, and, you know, I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, it's like, did they make this with the intention of it being so bad that people would laugh at it? Or That's it, what I wondered, too. Yeah. That's it, the big question, I think. And you know what I compared it to was Troll 2? Yeah. It's where it's just so bad that it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um and, I mean, obviously, Troll 2 has more of a kind of a cult following. This one doesn't, at least as far as I'm aware of. I know some people that are like, oh, yeah, let's watch fucking Things Killing. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first suggested this to you, you are just like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just really just dumb things. It's like, why did they, I mean, that's... Aside from just trying to get maybe some like comedic value out of it, it's like why did they do that? So at one point, um, the, uh, the the main girl, uh, Kristen, mm-hmm. uh, she like she calls her dad, and her dad's a sheriff, which doesn't really come into play at all. <laughs> with, the, with the worst fake mustache yeah, I've ever seen got, in my life, it looks like a like um like a like a dead anchovy on his face. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. He's talking to her, and he Wait, sits... Wait, let's talk about the scene before that, with his wife. 
where he's like, this coffee tastes like shit. What yeah, you do just, shit just it? She's like, that. yes, I did. Yeah. And so he sits down, he drinks his cup of coffee. It tastes like shit. You shit in the coffee? He's like, As a matter of fact, I did. And just this log sitting in the carafe. <laughs> and then she, she takes off and he's talking to his daughter. And then his daughter calls him. And uh, he's like, all right. Or, you know, the t- talking to him, he says, all right, honey, I'll, I'll see you later tonight. By the way, your stepmom left me. Bye. <laughs> and she's just like, okay. Yeah. And th- it was another thing. It's like these dramatic things happen. Something that would be scarring to people. And they just take it in stride like it didn't even happen. That's what makes me think that they're trying to be yeah. over the top. Yeah. I mean, like, um, maybe people's parents get killed. Um their friends get killed, and they act like it almost... They almost act like it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was just real goofy. And it was one of those movies where uh, they said the, the title in the movie. Did you go, oh, I said it. Yep. <laughs> I was sitting in the room by myself. <laughs> I still said it. <laughs> it does have a lot of, like, classic elements of horror, though. Like, if you take, like, the... Stock slasher template, you know, it fills a lot of the spots. Yeah, you that's know, the, true. The killer, I don't, I don't really want to give anything away, but the, the killer dies and then comes back, or you know, you think he's dead and then he's not. Right. It's it's got the survivor girl. It's got final scare. It's got all those little template things. Right. Right. Um, but it just does them in such an over the top way. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the um. The cinematography seemed really out of date. Yeah, uh, like it. it like almost, it's from 2009, but you watch it, it feels like it's from the 80s. Yeah, uh, I, I was thinking more like the early 90s, and you know that like the cinematography itself reminded me a lot of like. Um, do you remember those old MTV commercials where they'd be like, I think I, I can remember Dennis Leary doing one. Uh, I can remember um, Donald Logue. Doing one where they'd just like be talking to the guy and you know getting really close up to his face and just really shaky camera and just really like overexposed film. No, you don't remember? Oh, okay, no. well, I'm that, sorry. That, like I'm just I'm watching that. That's exactly what you're reminding me of. Um, so it just it looked very out of date, um, being at least like 20 years old. And yeah, it's only like three at this point. Um, no, four. Math is hard. Yeah. It does. Or it is. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, when Turkey first gets his, the uh, the hermit guy we talked about, he comes back. Mm-hmm. He's just, just kind of, all of a sudden he's in the city now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, I guess he was following Turkey to vow his revenge or whatever. Right. Um, by the way, do you know what the name of the guy who played the hermit? The actor? No. His name is General Bastard. General Bastard. At least that's what that's what he's in the credits as. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so yeah, he shows up, shoots him from point blank range. Without spoiling anything, something happens. <laughs> but he is dead. Turkey is dead, he does die. But something happens. Right. And he comes back, and it's twice as terrifying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god! So, I think the main thing to just talk about is just all the weird, goofy shit that happened in this. Yeah, 
I mean, as far as storyline, it didn't, it, it wasn't that strong of a story. It was just kind of a blood and guts movie. Yeah. Um, which some of the effects for $3,500, like the part with the, where you bust out of the guy's stomach, mm-hmm. that wasn't bad. No. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, it, it seemed like a lot of the movie was dark and whether or not that was on purpose to kind of cover up seems a little bit, you know. Um, And, like, I mean, like, Turkey himself is just this hand puppet. Yeah. Uh, He kind of reminds me of... um, Triumph? Yes. Yes! (laughs) Got that in my notes here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just watching this, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is just your average rubber hand puppet. (laughs) Looks exactly like Triumph, the comic insult dog. (laughs) Yeah, it's like if Triumph was a turkey, and he just... Swears like crazy. Yeah, and you know the opening scene supposedly in the 1600s. Uh, you know you don't see him right away, but you can. Somebody's stalking this pilgrim woman, and she falls down and looks back behind her, and there's Turkey. He says, "Nice tits, bitch." <laughs> it's like, like the first time I watched, I did not expect him to talk. Yeah. I thought it was just like a homicidal turkey, like it was just a regular turkey that somehow killed people. Uh huh. And so at the very beginning of the movie. He said, he says, you know, nice tits, bitch. I was like, whoa, what? Yeah. He fucking talks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like kind of before we found out why he was there, like what his his backstory was, I'm just sitting there like kind of like looking around the room for anyone else that's not sitting with me. <laughs> uh, and I'm just thinking like, is nobody else wondering why this turkey's talking? <laughs> yeah. Like in the movie, everyone just acts like it's normal. Yeah, like, turkeys talk, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Brian from Family Guy. Like, that's how they treat him. Like, he's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's no big deal that he talks. Yeah. Um, and he's just got this really, uh, like, corny dialogue. Oh, yeah. Like, just catchphrases and stuff. Lots of Thanksgiving puns in this one. Yeah, at one point he, he, uh, he kills someone and says, uh, you just got stuffed. Because <laughs> that was actually after he banged the chick. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it you was. Got stuffed. Right. Yeah, and apparently she, she didn't realize that she was getting fucked by a turkey. By a turkey. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's getting, you know, she's having sex with this dude, and like, you know, she's bent over the bed, and he's in it from behind, and he comes up, or the turkey comes up behind him, kills the guy, then takes his place, and she can't tell the difference. <laughs> um, the best part is like he stabs the guy or something. And the blood squirts out onto her back, and she's like, oh, you finished so early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and there's just one thing I want to squeeze in here real quick. That, uh, it's kind of a really small thing, but I thought it was funny that at the point when uh, when the Jeep stalls out, um, like, he opens the hood, and there's all the steam pouring out. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, he probably busted a head gasket or his, his uh, you know, his radiator overheated or something. Because, you know, I mean, like, I'm by no means a car expert, but I know my way around an engine fairly well. I was saying, okay, well, this car overheated. <clears throat> the next morning, he's out there with a wrench, tightening a bolt that you can't actually see. He's, it looks like he's just kind of, like, stabbing it with the wrench. Well, yeah, it's like he, he's, he's just, like, shoving it in, like, he's, like... He's like fucking the engine with the wrench. <laughs> well, it's, he's got the wrench like 
kind of tucked in between this bundle of wires, and he's just kind of jerking it back and forth. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure there's nothing related to the heating <laughs> system, or, you know, the cooling system there. Uh, but I also know that I just don't think that there's anything you can do to stop an overheating engine by tightening a few <laughs> bolts or, or, or nuts. <laughs> um, well, and like he even said, he was like, it just, it needs to cool down overnight. And then the next morning he's out there with tools. I'm like, I thought it just needed to cool down. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and no, like if your car's overheating, it doesn't need, you need to cool down. Yeah, usually there's a reason it's overheating. Yeah. It doesn't just not overheat a second time. <laughs> like, unless you're, you know, driving in, you know, 100 degree weather and you've got your AC on high or something. Right. Anyway, that's enough car talk. <clears throat> um, you remember that one point, uh, actually, this might be, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, so, I don't know, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to watch this movie, just fucking don't. Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, when, when uh, Billy gets killed, the, the, uh, the, the nerdy guy, Darren. Darren, he starts, uh, singing like this best friend song. <laughs> it's like this, this is really like, like, if you, if you had to question whether this movie was supposed to be over the top, I think that scene pretty much yeah. gives you your answer. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. Um, yeah, it's just this really um, ballady, kind of piano-driven song, and it's got, like, this kind of hazy slow-motion montage of their... They're, like, running through a meadow holding hands. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's, like, holding his body, and he's like, I love you, Billy! Yeah. <laughs> God. And then, like, they're trying to figure out how to stop Turkey. And so they, they know there's a book that they have to find, but they can't go to the library because the library's closed. Mm-hmm. So they go to the sheriff's house because he has this collection of books. Yeah. And finally, they find what it looks like a fucking travel pamphlet. <laughs> like, like, usually when there's books about evil creatures, they're, you know, a good three or four inches thick. But this one looks like it's about 15 pages. Yeah. And it, like, like you said, they, they can't get into the library. Um, and this girl's dad, who's the sheriff, again, why he, why they made him the sheriff, I don't know. This seems completely inconsequential. Yeah, I mean, he's the sheriff, okay, they don't do anything with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he has this collection of books on turkeys. <laughs> She's, I think at one point she says he's gotta have something on an evil turkey. Of course. Oh, God. Yeah, so this book, the guy's reading it, and, you know, he says, oh, you got to take his magic talisman, and then then something else happens, but oh, now the book's in code. Half the book is in code? Yeah. <laughs> so the first half is fine, and then the second half is in code. It's like that sublime song that's half in Spanish. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's like, okay, this book was supposedly written, you know, maybe in the 1600s, but... It's like, and the code is math. Right. It's just a big math problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, lucky for us, Darren is a mathematical genius. Yes. And he can read the problem. It's a good thing they had that nerd character. <laughs> so, I mean, like, again, like I said earlier, we got these just very archetypical characters. I mean, you got Johnny the Jock, uh, Kristen is like the good girl. 
Allie, who's like the skank. Although <laughs> Johnny the Jock and Kristen the Good Girl start to bone right in front of Terry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Darren, like they just kind of go at it, and you don't, don't actually know Darren's sitting there at first. They're sitting on their couch, you know, it's uh, kind of watching the movie. They're watching Men Living Dead. Right. Yeah, but they're, they're just kind of trying. <laughs> right um, before that, when they walk into the house, they're like, "Yeah, let's watch this movie." And they're just like, "Yeah, we're gonna watch. It's so good." <laughs> Terrible dialogue. It is all over the place the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> like the the scene right before that when they decide they're gonna go watch the movie, they're like, Well, nothing more to do here. Yep. <laughs> so now what? It's like the names are no scratch for that part. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um Yeah, so like uh Johnny and Kristen they're Sitting out on the couch, just kind of unwinding after their confrontation with Turkey, supposedly thinking he's dead. And there's like, or Johnny's saying something like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, I lost some friends, but, or I lost my parents, but I came out of it with, with a girlfriend. And Kristen's like, oh my God, your girlfriend. <laughs> and so they, yeah, they just kind of fall out of, like, you know, they lay down out of shot. Mm-hmm. And, and then you hear zip. Yeah. <laughs> And the camera pans over, and Darren's sitting there on the couch with them, and he's just kind of staring. He says, "I'm, I'm gonna go to the bathroom." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! I mean, this you you can't expect this movie to be anything more than it is. No, like it's it's a movie about a cussing puppet turkey. So, like, if you go in going, yes, this is going to be so good and so scary, right? you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you can't even look at the cover. And, you know, see, you see the character Turkey. You see uh, the tagline, which is, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see up in the corner, warning, boobs in first <laughs> second. Uh, I think you kind of know what you're getting yourself I mean, into. even the name of the movie, Thanks Killing. Th- thanks Killing, like, come yeah. on. <laughs> it's like, like, okay, sometimes, you know, play on words are, uh, they can be kitschy and creative. Creative, but clever, but this is just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this being like, a, like I said, an hour and seven minute long movie, I think we've kind of covered everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're coming up here on a half an hour or so, and I think we've, we've covered it all. We've, we've, we've talked half the length of the movie already. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, without giving away too much, we did give away a little bit, but it's really not that big a deal. Yeah, this isn't one of those movies where you're kind of sitting with bated breath waiting for the end. There's no, like, twist ending where you're like, oh my god, blown mind! Yeah. Um, so, I... This was a goofy movie. Um, and you know what? We're going we're gonna to do our ratings here. I think I'm going to rate it differently than I've rated movies in the past. Just because... I know that this movie was supposed to be goofy. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be just like the epitome of camp. Um, so that being said, I don't think I'm going to rate it as critically. Um, and just because it was so goofy and I actually got some real laughs out of it, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, if you watch this movie expecting a serious horror movie, it would no doubt be a one. Right. Because it's, it's bad acting, it's campy, it's cheesy dialogue, but that's what it's supposed to be. Exactly. And so it hits all those marks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go quite that high, because <laughs> uh, it, it is still cheesy, and, you know, as far as a horror, it doesn't have a lot going for it. Um, I would give it a five. All right. This holiday season, prepare to have the stuffing scared out of you. Thanksgiving. So, um, that's about it for Thanksgiving. Like you said, it's really the only Thanksgiving horror out there yeah. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Although, that could be changing. Uh, if you remember the Grindhouse double feature, the Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino movies, Planet Terror, Death Proof. Mm-hmm. They had all those fake trailers at the beginning. Yeah. <clears throat> and you remember Hobo with a Shotgun got actually made into a movie. And Machete. And, and Machete, right, of course. Uh, Eli Roth wants machete. to make his Thanksgiving into an actual movie. <laughs> that could be cool. <laughs> Which, that was, that was probably my favorite trailer. Uh-huh. What about um, Don't? <laughs> don't, don't was good too. I feel like I would have a seizure if I watched that for ninety minutes, though. Um, but yeah, Eli Roth says that he he's he in his words, it's definitely happening. Um, he wants to make it next year, so who knows? Hopefully, we'll get. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do a, a throwback like the the trailer kind of leads you to believe. He wants to do a straight up slasher flick. So he, like he doesn't want to do like 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 the like the grindhouse. Feel to it, right? He he okay. just he wants it to be. He doesn't want it to look eighties. He wants it to look polished and right, like it's straight up slasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, big question is: Is the guy going to be fucking a turkey? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to say it won't happen, <laughs> but he does say it will not be ninety minutes of a guy fucking a turkey. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, yeah, I mean, we've, these horror directors nowadays, it's, it's impossible to read them. They kind of s- sell you one way and then they tell you something different. Yeah. So, uh, and he's, he's been talking about this for multiple years. Sure. Here, so we'll see if it ever actually comes to fruition. Uh, it seems to me like Roth is maybe a little bit more of a straight shooter. He doesn't seem like he does a lot of bullshitting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. This is, could very likely come out. Um. Fingers crossed. Yep. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Okay, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it here for our uh, Thanksgiving special. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you go to graveplotpodcast.com for all your Graveplot Podcast needs. Uh, don't forget to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And, like Taylor said, on our website. Available all those places. Um, and tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a happy homicidal turkey day. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Take it easy. Watch out for turkey. Love to eat turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Of course it's good. Love to eat turkey like
like a good boy should Cause it's turkey to eat So good Turkey for me Turkey for you Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe Love to eat the turkey at the table I once saw a movie with Betty Grable Eat that turkey all night long 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap I eat that turkey and I take a nap Thanks to 